Are you ready to stop telling yourself all the things you're not and see all the ways you already are who you one day hope to be? In this space, there's no more waiting for things to change. We tap into powerful decision-making to create exactly what we want for ourselves in our lives at home. Deciding that you're a good mum as defined by you is where we start. I'm Jo and I'll be sharing how I replace being busy trying to prove all the things with getting giddy about all that's possible for me as a stay-at-home mum of three. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Stay at Full Motherhood. Today we're talking about resentment, why we're feeling it and what we might want to do about it once we look at it a little differently. So we can feel resentment towards anything. I've mentioned before about being resentful towards time for never giving us enough. We can also resent ourselves for not showing up to the high expectations we have of ourselves as mums or on the other side for never being able to let go of trying to do and be everything for everyone around us enough to give ourselves the care and attention we need. And of course, the more obvious one, we can feel resentment towards our partners for never doing enough for us and the house and the kids and seemingly leaving all the responsibility for this to us. And that's what I'm going to be talking about today with the reminder that resentment can consume so much of our time and energy and cause so much unnecessary suffering when we don't look at what's really behind it. So I believe that resentment towards our partners, rather than being representative of true anger, instead reveals our longing for all the things we think that they have that we don't have, like the freedom to come and go as they please, a willingness to put themselves first when they need time away, the ability to relax when there are still things that should be done around the house. So as you're listening to this, ask yourself, What if you decided to allow yourself to do all of those things too? What if you gave yourself permission to prioritise you and committed right now to creating whatever it is you want for yourself, however that looks for you? Would you still feel that resentment then if you truly allowed yourself to do this? And if you're immediately thinking, but I can't possibly do that, there's the kids and the house and there's this and there's that then just notice here that you are choosing this for yourself, that this is a decision that right now you're making because you want to for any number of reasons. One of my true reasons for not starting my blog for years and years when I was telling myself I just don't have time with a pilot for a husband was that I did not want to let go of control. I can now see that by holding on to control of everything back then with the kids, with the home, Even when my husband was around to take over, I was desperately trying to keep everyone safe the best way I knew how. I had to do a lot of work to decouple safety with me controlling everything and to see that my way was not, in fact, always the best way or what my daughters might have needed in each and every situation. So when you see this, when you have that awareness and can separate your thoughts from facts that everyone would agree on, you can also see that your partner doesn't have to do things exactly the way you do and is free to make their own decisions on how much of themselves they want to give. And I think that part of us anyway already knows that we were never meant to go through our lives with resolutely checking items off a never-ending to-do list at the forefront of everything. 
part of us sees that we really are meant to be present in a life that's vibrant and meaningful to us. The problem lies in the fact that we so often push this knowing aside in favour of meeting other people's expectations and rules for mothers. So whether that comes from our parents, our peers, society in general, or our partners, or even our kids. So I like to remember this quote from Carl Jung, the greatest burden a child must bear is the unlived life of the parents. Because this reminds me that my daughters won't ever want my needs to be met by how well they're living their childhood according to what I think is right for them. They need, just as I do, to see me live my life as my true self according to my values and truth, fulfilling my desires along the way too. And they also need me to not push those onto them. So the next time you're finding yourself resenting you for not being who you think you should be, whether that's the mum, the partner, the friend, the daughter, the community member, again, the list goes on, take some time to get really clear on who you want to be, the values you want to live by and the standards you choose for yourself in your own home. And then look at whether the way you're currently spending your time accurately reflects that. Because so often we can think that something is important to us, such as connection with our partners, for example. And then when we look at how we're actually spending our days, we see that the time invested in this does not remotely reflect that desire at all. And it's easy to go to blaming our partners for this because they're clearly not investing in your connection either. But it's always good to remind yourself that you are responsible for your own happiness and that someone else's actions can never make you as happy as you want to be. We may think our partners should change their behaviour to try to make us happy, but the way our brains are wired, which is to look for evidence of what we currently believe and to reject any evidence that goes against that, we wouldn't actually feel any differently even if we did succeed in getting them to do exactly what we wanted them to do anyway. A good example of this comes from a client of mine who, in the early stages of her relationship, was anxious about the depth of her husband's feelings for her. And so she asked him to say, I love you more regularly to make her feel more secure. Her husband agreed to do as she asked and even used her name in the taxi centre. And so, of course, the first time a message arrived with, without the added emphasis of her name, all of her anxiety came flooding back. Later down the, down the line, he then began to abbreviate the word love, which she took to be a terrible sign, and on and on it went until she finally decided to put herself out of her misery and believe that he truly did love her. We have to remember that it's our thinking that causes our feelings and never another person's behaviour. And if you're telling yourself, but it does make me happy when my partner does what I ask them to, what's actually happening is that you're deciding to think that they truly care about you and what you want, and it's this thought that makes you feel good. So one of the things we can do here if we want to make a change in how we're feeling in our relationship is to throw out the manual we have for our partners. That's a rule book we've written that states exactly how they should be behaving in every situation. And you can do this knowing that the only reason you want your partner to behave a certain way is because of how you think it will make you feel. 
And of course you can say that it's only right to have reasonable, reasonable expectations of other people, but your definition of reasonable may well differ to theirs and it can cause us so much pain and frustration and wasted time trying to get our partners to change, not to mention the fact that it sets us up to inevitably feel negative emotion in our relationship when they don't behave the way we want them to. This not only takes all of our power away, telling ourselves we can only feel happy if another person changes, but also it also makes us controlling towards the people that we love the most. This, of course, doesn't mean that we can't ask our partners for anything at all. It just means that we ask without making our happiness dependent on whether they do the thing or not. We take responsibility for how we feel, accept that we can never control anyone else because everyone, including us, behaves how they want to behave and ultimately decide what we want for ourselves in our relationship. So if you're feeling like you want to let go of the resentment you've been holding on to, perhaps even for years like I was, first be aware of how the resentment feels in your body so that as soon as you notice it come up, you'll be able to respond to it with intention. So how would you describe the vibrations you feel in your body when resentment comes up? Where exactly do you feel this emotion? Is it solid or liquid? Is it hot or cold? Does it have a shape, a texture? What colour is it? Is it moving or still? You can then follow this really simple process of first pausing when the resentment comes up, then lay your hand on your cheek for comfort and really focus on all those sensations in your body. Or if that feels too much for where you are in the moment, just focus on the sensations of your fingers and palm touching your face and then ask yourself whether what you're telling yourself in that moment is true. This gives you the opportunity to separate from your thoughts here, to process your feelings and finally, if you want to, to shift to a more playful mindset, one of curiosity and creativity and connecting and cultivating possibility in your relationship rather than seeing things as just black and white. So I use, I like to use the acronym PLAY here, P-L-A-Y. Uh, the P is for pause for, and then the L is for lay my hand on my cheek. The A is for ask myself if it's true. And the Y is for yield a different result through a playful mindset. To also remind myself here that actual play, doing something that truly lights me up, is a brilliant way to help move myself out of this resentment because I'm then choosing to allow myself and what I want for me to be important here too. I'm building that relationship with myself and building trust in myself to always have my own back by seeing what is unnecessarily depleting me and what has me showing up in ways I don't want for myself. I can then remind myself where I do want my time and energy to go on being who I want to be in my relationship and knowing that I want to feel connected and also knowing that I, of course, have the power to do that. Okay, that's it for today. If you are feeling resentment in your relationship right now and you know this is not how you want to be spending your time and energy and that you actually want to reconnect to yourself and to your partner, sign up for a free consult call with me in my bio on Instagram. I'm over there at joyful.mama, that's joyful with two L's, 
M-A-M-A. And I can't wait to meet more of you. Thanks as always for listening. Till next week. Bye-bye.